When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith. And this is the podcast where comedians talk about crazy conspiracies as we as we slowly go through a, a, a branding crisis as we, pe- yeah. we pivot somewhat to the paranormal, which has been super fun for me. Yeah, we've had a great time talking about some uh, crazier, weirder things and stuff that doesn't focus on... Uh, our current world. And I think that we are, uh, are going to dive into one of the weirdest of weirds, the strange tale of Gary Sudbrink today. Okay. Very excited for it. And, uh, we'll, is he British? No, there's very British night. Yes, we're, gonna, no, we're doing that accent the whole podcast. He's, a long, he's from a Long Island. He's more oh, okay. Like, uh, They're the British of the yeah, Americas. I guess. That's right. And we are uh, really glad to have with us uh, a good friend, friend of the pod, uh, Brandy Brown. Welcome to the show, Brandy. Hellos. Hello. Yeah, Brandy. Uh, is your a, fake is crack a, of beer. Uh, yeah, thank you. you. I already, already did it. I'm sorry, I didn't wait. I <laughs> we gun. didn't tell you to. We want people to get lubed up. <laughs> well, you know, Brandy, you are in back in the in the area, but you're a uh, she's an actor. I can't call you a local actor because you don't. You know, you're an actor, and they go everywhere, and then we try co- comedian. To. Yeah. So we're really excited to have you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, and and uh, this one's this one's pretty weird. I okay. mean. Uh, I think that it, it can go a lot of directions, but let's let's get some facts on the table, okay. and then we're going to listen to something. Now, we don't always listen to stuff for very long, but we might listen to this for, because this one's weird. I'm so okay. scared. The story begins uh, in 1993 with Gary Sudbrink. Now, he is a, a, an Air Force officer who lives at the time was uh, in uh, civilian housing in San Antonio, Texas, overseeing something for the Air Force. Okay. He's from Long Island, New York. Long Island. And is and what is... <laughs> I, don't, no. I don't think that's a... I don't know. Long Island. I can hear it when I'm there. Like yeah, you can yeah. tell like... Um, people are speaking it. Um, I feel like I don't know. I couldn't like do it, but if I heard it, I'd be like he's from Long Island. Mm-hmm. That's oh, like right, how yeah, this, yeah. yeah but yeah, like, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have a friend Paul, and he he says, "Hey, Josh, how you doing?" Mm-hmm. But it's, that's not even right. That's yeah, more yeah. like it's a subtle, it's, uh, it's a subtle different. New Yorkian accent. Is his name Paul or Paul? Paul. <laughs> Paul. Uh, uh, well, uh, he was in San Antonio, Texas. And and he did something which and and when I look back at this, this is so very 1993. Mm-hmm. Is he bought a plane ticket and flew home to New York to surprise his friends and family? Which like oh yeah, like nobody nobody does that. Yeah, there were yeah. just planes waiting for people back then. Well, no, yeah, yeah, and also like I just think that like nobody goes on a trip without posting about it, and like communication is so you know easy now that you're like, hey, I'm going to be in town. Like it's just so much. It's so different. Yeah. In 1993 for this. And I guess in some ways this whole story reflects a different time period because of some of the stuff that goes down. Sure. But in 1993, he's like, I'm going to go to fly home. Now, uh, I listened to an interview today with him that he did recently, like 2020. And I don't, you know, I don't know if like, 
as he looked back, he started to see more and more weird. Have you ever had something happen? And then you like, look back and you're like, Oh, now I realize. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. My childhood. Yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A guy at a uh, Jack in the box ran up when I was a kid. I was like three years old. He ran up and tousled my hair and then ran out. And I was like, that's a weird thing. And I'm like, I think I probably just jizzed all up on me. I didn't yeah, even like, realize like now that I weird. know. As a kid, you're like, that yeah. probably shouldn't have happened. Right, but like, yeah. you get older and you're like, what? What the, the fuck? fuck? Yeah. You don't touch kids. What exactly. The hell? That's, that's a rule. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah it's in rule a book. one. Don't touch kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he in the the days before um, he left for, for Long Island, he like heard a helicopter outside that was like, what is that thing doing so close? And he went to the window and just beyond the perimeter of the apartment complex, he said there was a wooden fence around the apartment complex. There was like a grass field. And it was like almost landing on the field like this, mm. this helicopter. And, and I want to point that out because some, some strange stuff starts to happen. And that's something he remembered. He didn't think anything of it except like, what's that thing doing? When he right. was in San Antonio. He was in, before he left for Long Island, he okay. saw this helicopter. He said it was so weird that he saw a guy washing his car. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm going to go ask that guy if he saw that. But then he was like, why would I ask him? It was clearly there. Right. Like yeah, yeah. the guy had to see it. It was, yeah. uh, so he, he, that was something he, he told after what all this yeah. stuff that went down. Okay. He goes, um, to the airport and he has two incidents at the airport or on the airplane before he even gets to long Island. First one sitting in the airport. He said a very peculiar guy came up to him and asked him what his name was. Hmm. And he thought it was just someone who wanted to meet him. And he was like, Gary Sudbrink. Mm-hmm. And the guy wrote it down. Oh, that's <laughs> like, weird. Like, no. I know. That's so sketched like, out. What yeah, a that's way. <laughs> that's the best way to really freak somebody yeah. out. Hey, what's your name? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay. <laughs> I guess he, so, right, he writes it down and he starts asking him questions. Okay. And he just thought it was like a lonely, weird guy. He had a weird face. He's like, his, he kept yeah, he, his arms crossed. He had a police he, band. He, he talked like, like. So you kept talking to him? Right, like, like, yeah, like I don't. I mean, again, it's 1993. Yeah, 93 is a wild it time. It was pre 9 11. Strangers, and yeah, shit. that's when you thought everyone was fine. Yeah, you did. Yeah, like this. This is like if you see something, say something before that. Like, yeah. you definitely questions. <laughs> yeah. So he he's kind of has this weird experience, and he did say after that when he went on the plane, he's like, "That's a little unsettling." I, I, you know. So he gets on the plane. When he sits down, you know, he's on the the aisle seat. At the window seat is a guy. And that guy says, hey, what's your name? And he's now he's like, what? He's like, oh, I just wanted to know what your name was. And this guy starts asking him questions. Weird. And this guy's also weird. Like, like yeah. his, his tone and his, like, face just seemed like he's like, he's like, he's, he described it as he was permanently smiling even while talking. That's creepy. Um, I and, and so, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, so an actor. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, know. we know what we look like when we right. just Someone rest our depressed. face. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I have so then, resting happy face. So then somebody comes up and says, hey, I think you're in my seat to the weird guy. And the weird guy's like, oh, and he moves to the middle seat. And then someone comes to the middle seat and he's like, hey, you're in my seat. Oh, weird. And the guy gets up and leaves. And now Gary Sudbrink is like, now I'm freaked out. Yeah. So freaked out that when he got to Long Island, he called the apartment complex. Now, look, he said, I wasn't really worried about them breaking and stealing anything because it was a it wasn't my place with my stuff. The the army, the air force had put me up there and it's mm-hmm. just, but he called and was like, Hey, I had a weird experience at the airport. These guys know my name. They know I live in San Antonio. They asked me all these weird questions and they were writing down the answers. So he's like, 
So it was it, it was weird enough to where he thought maybe they're they're just casing my place. Sure. Although wouldn't they be more subtle? You would think. I mean, they probably were like, "We're going to rob you. What's your address?" Mm. And he was like, "This is kind of weird, but it's fifteen seventeen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is weird. Let's see how it plays out. <laughs> I mean, it's probably. I mean, look, if, if you're, I don't know, man. Like, you ever been on like an expense account for work or something where like somebody steals your card and you're like, oh well. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. Whoops. Oops. Not my. No, money. did that happen to you? <laughs> uh, it, it sounds like personal. is that a common thing? Yeah, I've <laughs> like, never it lost. Did happen. It, it did happen good. to me. Yeah, okay. yeah, they bought a lot of shoes. A lot of nice. shoes. That happens a lot when people's cards go missing or something. Shoes, shoes, shoes. I yeah, think, yeah. You can flip them. Oh, that's a good mm. easy way to. Yeah, um, you know what else you could flip is cash. True. Yeah, but you can't really. You need a pit. I don't know how cards work. I don't either. I use Cash App. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so he's got What's airport. What's your Cash App name? <laughs> i actually don't have cash yeah well here i like what's your what's yeah, your name just write it and down. what's your cash app yeah. name yeah uh, where do you live what's your pen um okay so he called his apartment complex but he arrives in uh in long island all right okay. now you gotta again set yourself into 1993 he shows up you know it's like back in the new york groove he's mm-hmm. he's calling friends so he calls his friend mike and he's like hey mike Mike's like, hey, you sound better. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah. you know, it sounds like your cough's gotten better. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, we talked yesterday. I told you you sounded like weird, like you had a cough. And he's yeah. like, no, I didn't talk to you yesterday. And then here's the weird part is, is Gary said that Mark then relayed to him information that he was planning on telling him on that call. No. What? So like, he was like, yeah, you told me about, and he's like, I, I told, like, I told you that, and he's yeah. like, I don't, I don't, I didn't call you yesterday. And he's like, you called. How else would I know that, right? Yeah, and so he's like, and the details were accurate. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, said. yeah, like I was gonna tell you that when I when I got to town. And he was like, no, Great. you called me yesterday, and I said we're not gonna hang out because you're sick, but you sound better now. Mm. And so they're like, he's like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, right. Okay. So um, while he's on, okay, while Freaked he's out, on the phone, <laughs> while he's on the phone, do you have that? Do you have that link? Oh yeah, let me pull um, it. So while he's on the phone with uh, with Mike, his uh, his best buddy, um, another call comes through, and this is like old school call waiting. I don't know if you guys remember, like the oh yeah, yeah, click, mm-hmm. and you had to click over. Yes. Now. Uh, to his credit, Gary, pretty pretty technologically savvy guy for 1993. He has caller ID and call waiting. Uh, so he sees that, you know, he, he, the number on the caller ID. Remember, it was like a separate machine. Like you had, oh, like yeah, a, yeah. You had, you had a caller ID, ID machine. Mm-hmm. It, it, and pass was crazy. It said, uh, it said <laughs> not in area. So, like, that just means, like, doesn't recognize a number, not an area. Okay. okay. So then he clicks over, and then he's kind of, you can tell he's a little disoriented, but you can go ahead and play. It'll come through the headphones, Brandy. And uh, we're going to listen to about 30 seconds of this. I'll tell you who it is. That's Hello? that's Gary. Yeah. Do you want to speak to him? It's Gary Sudbrink. Yeah, who's this? Steven, are you playing games with me or what? Steven is his brother. Huh? Steven, if you're playing games, I'm going to kick your ass. So how long are you going to be back from Texas? Huh? You being a person 
Yeah, this is you, Steven, you idiot. You're pissing me off. <laughs> He's from Long, Long Island. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get you one. Let's see what it says. Review. One new call out of area. Is Steven out of the area? Calling to be back from Texas. Wait, say that again? Call. Steven was creepy as fuck. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> creepy as hell. Randy's like, fuck oh, this, I'm out. My. <laughs> <laughs> we said we needed a safe word in case you got freaked out. I don't remember what it is. We never gave up with it. Oh, them. boy. No, okay. So so he clicks over, the and the voice says, Scary Sudbrink there. And, and again, like you can hear in that, he thinks at first that it's his brother Steve who lives in Long Island. Yeah, who's a real asshole. A real asshole, <laughs> if he's being serious. And then he says, when are you gonna be back from Texas? And, and he, like he says that phrase numerous times, and then he also says the phrase, "You're being impersonated by the other voice." That's what I thought he was saying. Yeah, you're being voice. impersonated by the other voice. This is the other voice, and and that that call <laughs> goes on for three minutes. Now. His dad comes on, his mom is, you know, because he's like, they're like, is Steve in the area? And they're like, Steve's in the area. He's down, he's down, he's, <laughs> he's down in the at, area. He's down Steve. at Schlossberg. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> so good, Steve. Um, so, of course, they call Steve and they're like, Steve, what the hell? What are you doing? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So they tell him what transpired. Mm. And this is a hell of a brother. He's like, oh, man. That reminds me that I never told you this, <laughs> but but on my wedding day, I was driving to the wedding, and you pulled up next to me oh. in a car, and you were like making funny faces at me, hmm. and I was like looked over, and it was like, when did Steve get that car? I mean, when did Gary get that car? Oh, weird. And Gary's like, Steve, I didn't have a car. I, I didn't have a car when I was here for your wedding. Whoa. And he's like, and, and the the make and model of the car is the make and the model of Gary's car in San Antonio, which what? has never oh, left the city. Up. And Steve's like, yeah, that's weird. I, I never told you this. And Gary's like, that's nice of you to fucking tell me this now. Yeah. <laughs> when this person's calling me. Right. So, I mean, at this point, mom, that's crazy. Gary's mom, Gary's dad. Now. Um, so a few minutes later, mm-hmm. He gets another call. Same voice. We can listen to it uh, because there's a few more things he says. But he keeps saying, how long are you going to be back from Texas? And uh, he says, keep an eye on the skies near Orion. Uh, And then he says, uh, they're going to show the double of you. And um, then he got a third phone call. At this point. His dad is heavily invested, and his dad says, uh, I had a UFO experience in West Virginia, uh, which I think you probably know, and I know that you are an intergalactic person. Oh, That's the shit. final third. Star-Lord? Call. Yeah, and then... And then um, <laughs> kind of sounds like just the doors. Yeah, like yeah, it's Jim Morrison. It is. <laughs> I'm the Lizard King, and uh, we're from space, clearly. Come on, baby, like oh my, my father. The fourth day, same stuff. You're being impersonated. How long are you going to be back from Texas? Wow. Very mechanical. At one point, his mom yeah. says, it sounds like a robot voice. Right. right. So the fourth call is the weirdest one. 
as he says, we come to be within this planet, to visit the many, to be contacted as the same with you, government interference visitations to be disrupted by them. Oh, wow. And, and, and also, if you listen to the whole three minutes, one of the things that uh, Steve and Gary and parents all notice that like, it seems almost as if the, the voice is like losing energy as it goes through the oh, call. Like it's like dying. Nine bolt. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so, uh, obviously, um, I wish I knew the ending already. Well, well, you're going to, you don't, don't tell me. I feel like, well, it's, 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 I think that the ending is, it's not disappointing. It's just not a, it's, it's, <laughs> so it's like lost. <laughs> it's a, and that's it's it like, guys. Well, thanks for that was fun. Having, No, I just huh. like, don't tell 20 me minutes. because at least I'm interested. If I already knew, I'd be like, just not hot, yeah. but like I am about to vomit <laughs> with anticipation right yeah. now. I'm not going to vomit on the microphone. It's well, like how I can't read um, Stephen King's uh, "What's Misery" because I'm like, get back in the bed. She's isn't, coming home. I don't. Isn't like others is like kind of like I I can't do duplicate shit. I have my own sets of beliefs that's making yeah. me like I like want to scream and also leave, but like I'm oh, gonna yeah. stay because I'm uh. fine and I want to know the ending. Well, okay. Well, here's some. Okay, so obviously the family is like alarmed at this point, mm-hmm. and. So then his father and the brother are there. Everybody's like, okay, what the hell's going on? And they're like, is anything? His dad obviously had a, a paranormal experience in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. So he's a very much like, I think this is something related to my experience or something bigger with that's real. And they're like, have you guys seen anything weird? And Steve and his dad are like, oh, yeah, we did see that helicopter flying low All to the right. ground. Jesus. And they're just like, and, and that's when Gary was like, Oh shit! Now, oh, yeah. here's the thing: is that um, in UFO lore, um, there have been numerous sightings of unmarked black helicopters that are associated with UFO sightings. The best theory is that they are somehow related to a government organization that investigates this, or like tries to cover up sort of real sightings. Yeah. So, so the the presence of the helicopter in both places seems to suggest that, like, perhaps there was like something, something going. There's on. some yeah. sketchy shit happening. Yeah. Yes, there's something weird going on. Now, most people who've heard this story say this sounds and seems a lot like what people describe as Men in Black experiences. Yeah, you Will know? Smith. Yeah, they just walk up on stage. <laughs> <and just start laughs> Slapping they got at a double. It was Slap the my aliens. Double. That's right. It was it the aliens. aliens. <laughs> yes. it was it the round table talk about it. It was the yeah, aliens. That's right. The red table. Which, if you've never, if you've never taken the the time, uh, that's for both our listeners, uh, Brandy as well. Um, I think probably the most well documented Men in Black situation is the one in Niagara Falls after a UFO sighting, where there's cameras in the lobby of a hotel that capture an experience with two identically oh, yeah, dressed this. men in black. It is, yeah. you, you, there's no sound, but the experience of just watching two guys with, with black suits on in like 2020, yeah. not, not, no, it was, it was 10 years yeah, ago, yeah. but they walk in with black suits, black ties, the bowler hat, yep. their identical height. Mm-hmm. And they walk in and they have this bizarre interaction in the hotel lobby 
right after there was a really famous UFO sighting in the Niagara Falls. Which is why there's a movie about it. So right, like, exactly. So we can talk about it like this and not be like, this is really fucking weird. <laughs> I know, what we're is just happening? like, yeah, we're like, no, it's like Men in Black. Yeah, I fucking man. love that movie. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've talked about that a lot, how like the media kind of predicts or speaks truth to what we're really experiencing. Yeah, they do it to desensitize you. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, and I think there's some interesting things about the Men in Black. I think that... Just like this Niagara Falls thing, um, the people describe that they had very odd mannerisms. They don't, it's like human, but not mm. human. A lot of people say they smile a lot when they talk or they seem to get their emotions wrong and what they're saying. Their, their cadence mm. and word structure seems to be off. They seem to get very confused by like what in our mind are very simple objects like utensils and things. So they look like uh, novice actors. Or novice improvisers like, what if yeah. I'm holding an yeah. apple? I'm stirring a bowl of something. Yeah. What, what Do I smile here? Yeah, that's, I mean, I, and I do think that, like, if you're an intelligent life form and you, you know, the very simple things in a lesser, you know, intelligent world would be really confusing to you. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody hands you some food and hands you a fork and you're just like, right. I don't know how to, you know, right. like, I don't, I, you know, I'm trying to pretend like I belong here, but I have mm. no idea how to yeah. eat like they do. So that's, that's often what people Fish describe. Like the little about. mermaid. Oh yeah. 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 She, what, what, she combed her hair with it. Like a fork or something. Oh yeah. Or what a an sea idiot. fork. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's so yeah. stupid that sea Mermaids mermaid. are silly, right? Yeah, they are. Um, or are they real? But, but you know, what is interesting is that, um, to me is that, I think most people that uh, study the men in black and UFO lore in general, they do think that the men in black is something that the government runs mm. in order to investigate UFO sightings and oftentimes to help cover up or obfuscate information. That sort of, for, and, and right. which makes me wonder like, why, why would they have these like kind of weird, why not just have like a, a grease man, a guy that's just a smooth it's talker. Because like they're probably out. like born in a lab or some weird shit. Like first of all, I'm like it sounds like the government. Like they're like everything covering up like, stuff. Like it that's the government. That sounds like the government. Yeah. But I'm like that means that like it wouldn't surprise me. And I might watch too many television shows. <laughs> right. But like they just have these two people that they've raised to do this weird shit, and they're just like lab babies. Can you like they yeah. haven't been around people to do like just this weird shit? Like it'll probably come out in, like twenty more years because the NDAs haven't expired yet, mm. and be like, oh, men and black people, they were born in a lab, they like, were, yeah. or they've taken these people from their families, or they've done something weird to their brains, right, and now right. yeah. they're stuck in this program, yeah, until you know, they get out. Well, it's like, what's the? Is it the Tuskegee Airmen? Mm. Yeah. Yep. And that's you mean, like, do you mean the the airmen or the experiment? Oh, wait, the experiment. The yeah, it's like, yeah, like, yeah, like, like the guys that flew planes and syphilis. <laughs> yeah. That oh my the god. Like, is... We're like, yeah, Tuskegee. Yeah. You, you know, know, something went down in Tuskegee. One of them was great. One of them was bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really bad. Um, well, I, you know, I also had a theory too. Tell me, you guys think? Is I thought maybe okay if it's government and all the weirdness about it. You know how, like, when they're investigating, like, a serial killer, they won't give all the details out to the oh, public. Yeah. So that with, if the real killer comes along, they're like, nobody knew that except the real killer. Right. I wondered if, like, the Men in Black experience is in some way for the government to keep track of, like, which ones we looked into. 
Oh, do you see like what I'm saying? Doing their job pretty well. good. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Shoppers. Yeah, they're like yeah, where there's this kind of thing where somebody <laughs> says like yeah, and they 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 their buttons were and they're like okay, this was legit. Like oh, this, like yeah. down the road, we're gonna know which ones we we looked yeah. into because mm. everyone we look into, we send these oddballs, which those yeah. for some reason people remember better. They're like Crazy. also the weird ones aren't ours. Our yeah, guys do smile too much. They might miss emotions, but like yeah. they know how to use a fork. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's just good customer service. Yeah, yeah. like we can tell the bullshit ones because right. Yeah, those um, were aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Attention, all my college comrades! The summer sun is just around the corner, and you know what that means: the water gets warmer, the skin gets darker, and the hair gets pubier. Luckily, our friends at Manscaped are here to make that summer bod pop with their fourth-generation performance package, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for a shave boy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code CBM20. As the great Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff said, it's like the summer's natural aphrodisiac. Let's be real. Nobody likes the hairy guy at the beach rave. It's time to bundle up with the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver ball deodorant, Crop Reviver toner, Performance Boxer briefs, and their Shed travel bag to hold all your goodies. First off, the Performance Package 4.0 includes the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer was designed with summer intentions in mind. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch can engage a travel lock, and gives you the ability to turn on the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Both pool and beach party approved. Manscaped even has you covered with their signature crop mop ball wipes for any, dare I say, spontaneous decisions. Want to take it up a notch? Manscaped Shears 2.0 is an all-encompassing nail kit to tackle those gross sandal nails you might acquire. Seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulations. Before heading outside, use Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant to keep your game in the heat. For any on-the-go ball sweats, freshen up with Manscaped's Crop Reviver and hop back into the mix with confidence. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts with the Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Premium Boxers and Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code CBM20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code CBM20 at manscaped.com. It's time to trim those spring flowers this summer and give your beach balls a shine with Manscaped. I think your improv thing made me think this. And it goes along with what you're saying is if somehow you got hired to be a men in black for the government, they're like, Shane, Justin, like all we need you to do is we're going to send you out. We just want you to confuse people. Right. Act weird. Like you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be doing a lot of everywhere. You're like, this is what Mork and like Robin Williams did. He's just like, I can't go wrong here, so I'm just gonna do weird stuff. That'd be awesome. I'm going to the moon. You know, if someone asks you, like, free, it's on us. Sure. You guys would say yes. Yeah. Yeah. If someone's like, I'll send you to the moon. Sure. You yeah. say yes. Yeah, I'll go there. What's my chance of survival? 100%? That's, yeah, let's call it that. We'll call oh, it. If it's 100%, 100%, I'm definitely going. Crippled or just like I left? Wait, what? Like, I may not die, but am Same I going to come way. back? Oh, no, you'll come back normal. Oh, this right, is interesting. Right. 100%. You come back normal. Everything's paid for. Would you go to the moon? 100%. Yes. Okay. 100%. I don't know if I'm going. No? No. Why not? I don't know. I'm like, I'm not trying. I don't know that we went to the moon the first time. I'm not completely convinced, right. but I'm also like... 
I'd like, I get all like weird and my fluids change when I'm like on a plane. Oh, I don't know yeah. if you traveling outside the atmosphere. You'll actually like, feel it less. What? Maybe. Right? Because you're not having your gravity pulled down and you know I'm not trying to do it. I feel like I want more people. Do I weigh I've less? Said, in space? Yeah, I've said at the top, yeah. we've always been a science pod and we, we get it right. We are, <laughs> and we get it right. Uh, yeah, I. I think you do weigh less. I think you look, I think stuff, I don't think stuff matters the same on the moon is. No. It's sort of like camping, you know, people that really don't have much relevance <laughs> in life. That's also kind of scary. It's like, yeah. I got up there and they robbed me. It's like super know, it's weird. weird. Yeah. What the hell? Um, well, okay. Back to our, our, uh, our men in black in Niagara Falls and really to Gary and Steve. Um, the, the, the place this took me, which turns out um, also took uh, Gary um, is back to that incident that his father had in West Virginia, mm. um, because um, in West Virginia, there's a very famous paranormal experience that most people have heard of through, I think, was it, what year was the Mothman prophecies come out? Jesus. The, oh, the, the, the movie came out, I think, in 2002-ish. the 80s or something? I, I don't remember. know, man. I don't remember. But it was based on a book um, by a writer named John Keel. Keel, John Keel, K-E-E-L. And John Keel was one of the very first paranormal researchers who, to his credit, would visit people who had had these experiences with UFOs and stuff, and he would record and take things in. And in the process of investigating another incident in West Virginia, People were like, oh, you here for the Mothman? He's like, oh, shit. what's that? And that's when he uh, told the story of the Mothman in West Virginia, which, do you know this story? It's crazy. I feel like I've seen maybe the movie, but I'm drawing, and but I, I can see the movie case. Like, I know that I right. have access to it, yeah. and I know that it's been on, but I don't know that I actually know. I just have this, like, fear every time I hear yeah. someone say Mothman prophecy <laughs> right. or I see, the, like, the poster. Right. So, yeah, lay it on me. Give me this refresher. Well, well the, the Mothman was a series of sightings in rural West Virginia that was either a large barn owl mm-hmm. or a moth-like humanoid who warned people before major calamities happened in the area. So most famously is like he appeared to numerous people on a bridge, a road with a big bridge, and that bridge collapsed like days after people saw him. How big is this thing? Well, that's a good question. People described him as human size. And and the most famous incident where some teenagers went out to like a field Mm -hmm. just to party and drink, and there's an old abandoned... Uh, factory that has deep underground tunnels there, which is where people used to go and kind of, you know, party. Get and fucked up. Fucked yeah. up, yeah. Okay. They saw the Mothman, and he, like, was, like, in the road, and they slammed on the brakes, and they took off, and he flew behind them Shut and followed up. them. And you know, the thing that is, is, is I think, um, most believableness is that they drove to the police you know, and they're oh, kids. Oh, yeah. You don't want to go if you're, like, getting fucked up and stuff. Like, yeah, you're right. Scared. Like, if you're just like, I don't give a shit that we're high yeah. and drunk. We're going to the That's the least cops. of our problems. Yes, There's exactly. There's a fucking man who's a mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and people who say, well, it was just a, an owl. There's, like, you know, just a big barn owl that can be white. 
because the eyes and like it, it, the Mothman could swivel his neck like an yeah. owl and stuff. People are like, okay, if it's an owl, owls don't chase cars for fifteen miles. Oh, at like, they said it was fifteen. I don't know. Miles. It was. A, it was. It a was yeah. Like owls don't chase cars. Okay. Owls don't chase cars yeah. for an appreciable amount. Or of time. talk, right? Because yes. he was like warning them about things. Yes. Yeah. Even the one yeah. Harry Potter didn't talk. Yeah. yeah. So it's it, it, the Mothman. So so. John Keel hears about this, but what, but what, what drove him to West Virginia was an even more bizarre story um, of a of a man, and this is one of the ones that we talked about with uh, with one of our previous guests. That's like scary to me. There was a, a West Virginia just royal dude. I forget his name, Davenport or something. Anyway, he is driving home and he has an encounter with a paranormal creature of some kind known as Ingrid Cole. Okay. And uh, this guy gets phone calls and visits from Ingrid Cole, and he goes to the police about it. And this is one of the stories we talked about. Like, his wife divorced him. He lost everything. Like, the town shunned him, Mm -hmm. and, like, he basically died just alone and trying to, like, just prove to people that he wasn't lying. That was a real story and then John Keel comes to town and they showed this scene in the movie where like John Keel is in his hotel room and he gets a phone call and it's like I'm Ingrid Cole what and it's like who is this and he's like and it's one of those things where he's like there's a book on your bedstead with a with a with a pen next to it like he describes like stuff in on his bedside right. table that the guy couldn't know and and that brings us to like like John Keel uh, who studied the Mothman prophecies, he wrote in the 70s this great line I wish I'd come up with. He's like, the CIA and the FBI hate each other, but they both hate the phone company. And he has a whole chapter in his book on the Mothman prophecies all about paranormal mm. phone experiences. And 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 the theory that he comes up with... Now, there's, there's sort of two things that he says. One is how, um, like... They use, they use the phone to intimidate and harass people who've had paranormal experiences. And he lists in his book, like all these different ways. And I have it, I have it pulled up somewhere, but it's like gang stalking. It, 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 you know what, Shane, it's very, very much like gang stalking, but uh, it's on johnkeel.com if you ever want to look at these, but he lists all these different ways where like there's the no answers, there's the wrong number plant. Uh, the innocent hoaxer, the frame up, um, the taped call, the stage call, the threatening call, the deliberate harassment call. But obviously, what I'm getting to the extended warranty call. <laughs> so I get those all um, the time. Is the voice right? These voices where people are like, "Your voice is big." Like it's like they give you this weird paranormal experience. Crazy. Which, when you start telling your friends that. Like I'm getting these weird phone calls from someone who says I'm being impersonated, especially if the government is like, now we're going to in a laboratory, make a clone of this person and have that person interact in this person's world. Because eventually I think if you do it enough, you can make people crazy or at least you can make them think they're going crazy. Does that make sense? Where you're just like, like Brandy, (laughs) Brandy's like, Oh shit. I won't use it because the, the example is terrible. I say, Justin actually saw something, and he's not going to be quiet about it. He's going to document it. He has whatever. They're like, okay, well, let's go to the 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 phone call thing. And so they would 
I would start hearing voices or I would get phone calls that always seemed to know where I was or, you know, mm-hmm. things that I shouldn't be able to know. And then people would say, Hey, I saw you last week. And you're like, I wasn't there last week. Like, no, I definitely saw. We oh, talked yeah. for hours. And then you, you know, people see you and you're like, you start to question, like, am I being stalked? Am I being watched? Is something going on to where it just drives you right. insane? Or you're just like, I'm going to shut up and not talk about it. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to get yeah. committed to the crazy house. So I'll just not talk right. about this anymore. But when you add up the fact that um, Gary was an Air Force pilot, Air Force captain, that his dad had a UFO, paranormal, some sort of intergalactic experience in West Virginia, nonetheless, mm-hmm. right? That John Keel, who studied these things in West Virginia, had a, a similar call. He got these same kind of phone calls from this person known as Ingrid Cole that, that, all of this sort of adds up to low-flying helicopters, which are associated with some sort of government entity investigating something. The, the, the similarities between this voice and men in black type voice makes it all just seem like this is either Gary saw something as a pilot, right? Or they thought he saw something or he was somehow in, involved with something or his father was and it just continued. And then that they staged this whole thing to make him seem insane. It's a possibility. I'm not saying that couldn't have happened. I'm also like aliens. Right, good, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I think that, that, that the alien angle is so so dead on that I'm like almost not willing to go there yet. Right. I mean, I'm, I never put it past, like, especially in the last, like, few years, when it comes to the government doing something where they're driving someone crazy or I'm like going to get missing. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> they're going to like they're like driving someone crazy or covering up fucking aliens or some yep. shit that like people have been like they're like that's happening. Like yeah. even the stuff of like MLK or like oh, yeah, listening like, to oh, walls. Right, and, right, like when right. you hear like because they're putting all these like documentaries and shit out and you when the government shows up and they're like, can you believe that they were covering this up? What? And it's like, well, I've just watched like 15 documentaries yes. yeah, doing yeah. that. Yes. So like, it would not surprise me in the least bit, but there's also like this voice that's like, but also, you know how like the others, mm. like sometimes it's just like another, there's a reason why it's happening. You're not crazy. There's totally another one of you running around here for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, cause it could also be time travel or some other weird yeah. shit. But I feel like I'm going government on this. If I had to choose A through D. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I hadn't thought of this prior to this, is that, um, you know, we think about, uh, oftentimes we think about aliens as having some sort of human-like life, yeah. you know, like a body with skin and bone or something of that nature. But there are plenty of people that think that, like, alien life may not be like that. There might be sentient alien life that is not have a corporal form like we think of it. Right. And if they are, people have said for years, like we have built an infrastructure that transports electrical and telephone and radar waves that like, if you're not a, if you're not a, a, a being in the sense that we think of like, but you're some sort of thing that can travel through energy and waves and magnetism, like the phone system. Oh, <laughs> it's like, computer yeah, it's like sure. we've yeah. been beaming up stuff to the to the space and then back down into our our telephone lines yeah. which are now our computer lines which is basically so i mean like could these things just be some sentient thing that is trying to create a physical form that looks like certain people and why they choose gary 
I don't know. Yeah. But that would be that would make sense if it's something that's trying to look human, because as it says, right, like, like we want to be in that in that fourth and final phone call, right? He said that thing about we want to be with you. We come to be within this planet to visit the many to be contacted as the same mm. with you. Crazy, right? And, so they and, just want to hang out, but our yeah, parents they're trying. Won't let us. Their broken English makes it hard. Yeah. Like, sorry, like, it's like, I'm like, okay, I guess Speak I get it. Better I yeah. Like, okay. You got to do better. Infinite intelligence. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe like, they're not. Maybe they're just like us. And it's like, we made it here. It's kind like, of like when people channel, you know how like they have like Abraham and Hicks and how she channels. Oh, yeah. And like, sometimes they use words or phrases that like necessarily like, they would use like heyday where we have an idea of what heyday means. But like yeah. to them, it just means like, uh, like something else, like a gathering or like the day you get yeah, your like hay out of close. the field. It could be kind of like that where they're like kind of getting the gist of what they're trying oh, to yeah, say, yeah. where you can kind of make out like, I mm. think this is what this means, but they're going to get stronger. Yeah. Like yeah. there's probably like, this is 93. Whoo, can you imagine what 2003 Oh, right, right. Aliens are going to be like, YOLO. And you're like, yeah, yeah. we don't say that anymore. What's popping? It's Drake. <laughs> What's popping? This is yeah. definitely Drake. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely yeah. Drake. Yeah, I mean, that's not, I mean, that's, that's, that's not a bad theory at all. Is that whether it's, whether it's um, aliens, some sort of in- intelligent alien life form, or to be frank, far more terrifying, if it's some machine Ugh. life form, if like what we're seeing in 1993 is we're seeing the beginnings of a sort of computer intelligence, right? Right. Which here's the thing, I, I this to me is probably the scariest real life. Thing about artificial intelligence is once upon a time, I think it was 90, late 90s, 2000, Google, still a pretty young company at the time, but still a big company. They had a phone number that you could call and you could ask anything, right? You'd just be like, hey, Google, what time does this restaurant open or close? And somebody would give you, and, and, and over the years, it got more and more automated. But there was a time where you could talk to a person. It was like, how long was Sorry. that phone number? Were they just like one eight hundred Google? They had one search engine. They're like, what was that? Yeah, yeah. And then they look it up real fast. They're like, well, it's this. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was. Cr- it was. Yeah, it was like a. So, so then all of a sudden, like that, it disappeared, and people are like, "What? Ha- that was. I love that." And then Google was like, "No, we just wanted to collect human voices. We wanted <gasps> people to AF. call." and just talk so that we could build this computer system that could recognize every, you know, like, cause like we don't all talk the same, but if you click your phone and be like, Hey, what's this? And that's how Google captured so many voices and accents and languages and all that stuff. Till eventually it's a matter of time before they've, everything can be translated in real time. Yeah. Like you're going to wear a device. They have those now. They're just a little slow, but they work. Right, you're going to wear glasses and an earpiece, and you're going to go to a foreign country, and you're going to hear whatever language that you want to hear in. Crazy, and and it's like that's the kind of thing where I'm like, okay, that was happening late '90s. Maybe it really is just a computer program. It could I, be. I feel like, regardless of like what most of us know, it's like so much more advanced than you think. Oh, and yeah. when you finally find out, like like you're not wrong. Like whatever year, 10 years ago, what you kind of thought was going on, even if you had like some deep inside information, 
it still goes so much deeper than yeah. that. And it's like, that's the part that fucking scares me right. when we find yeah. out anything. Because yes. I'm like, it's so much worse than that. Yeah. We're just yes. scum on top of a pond. And it's uh, so deep. So yeah. Deep. Yeah. That's why we're, we're here talking about Gary. Yeah. Gary. And the computers like are just like, yeah. what? Yeah, what? Yeah. That was so long ago. Is Gary alive? He is. He gave an okay. interview in oh, 2020. Oh, Thank this God. makes it a little bit better. Okay. Oh, Sorry. Clone, yeah, but it's he, alive. he is alive. He is. Uh, he has a YouTube channel. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's doing stand up. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, are you being serious? No, no. no. Holy <laughs> shit. It wouldn't surprise uh, it would, it would. me. No, 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 one of his worse. clones? One of his clones, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, Would you heckle yourself if you showed up? <laughs> like, you suck, Gary. Shut up, Gary. What a great hack it would be yeah. to just. Like get a really lifelike mask of a comic that you don't like, oh, and that's have fun. an entire audience look yeah. just like clones of them. That'd be terrifying. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think Gary is adamant that this happened. He is a little bit of a a paranormal guy at this point, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he is does not seem of the self interested kind that I think to me really raises a red flag. For in other words. I don't think you know, we know people in this yeah. industry that are like I'd never heard of him until today. Yeah, right. like he's not right. He's not out there like pushing a book every six months. He's not. But he's what's his YouTube channel like? Like how many followers does he have? Like the real know, Gary is he like caffeinated? And he's like, listen, that should happen to me. The oh, voice. Yeah. No, he was. He sounded a lot like he did on the phone. Um, he 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 sounded you know, like a you New Yorker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, the so, best. that's the best. Anybody with Steven, a sibling where's is Steven? Like, yeah. No, I'm like, I'm so, I have so many questions. Like what happened in, in between this happening, like 93 and like now did the voices, do they still contact the, the, him? It was the only four calls he ever had. Wow. And Shut it was, the fuck up. And, and then Crazy. it was after that, you know, that he was went it back. Google? <laughs> it was just Google. Uh, you hung up before, you, you know, call, you did call back if you hang up too early sometimes. Oh, I wonder if it was like that with Google. It's like, yeah, uh, it would uh, call you. Uh, you were trying to make a plane ticket reservation. Want, are you going to be here till Thursday? You know, it is. It is interesting, and and this is you know dating myself here in terms of time, but like the '90s for me, when caller ID came out, prank calls took on a more lighthearted, the jerky boys, jerky boys, and, yeah. and the fun. Prior to the night, like prior to caller ID, I think prank calls could be terrifying. Oh yeah, like yeah. we like like. I mean, my I remember one time my mom called like police were in my house because of like the kind of call that she was getting. Oh, really? Like, yeah, it was terrifying. Crazy, like you know, and you see horror movies were like, yeah, have you checked? Yeah, yeah. I literally don't answer the phone. Like, if I don't have your number saved in my phone, oh, yeah. I don't answer yeah. because like people are just. I just it decreases the risk of that happening. For sure, okay. for sure. <laughs> yeah, so I guess, I, you know, this sort of fits in with this idea of just like, at that time, how scary a phone call could be, especially if somebody claimed to know you. And that, that does, you. <laughs> and that does fit in. I mean, look, phones have been the source of really some weird paranormal events. I mean, there are people that claim that their future selves have contacted them on the phone. Um there are people that have gotten phone calls from people and mm-hmm. talked for lengthy amounts of time and then find out later that like that person is actually was dead at the time that they were yeah. talking on the phone. Shut the fuck up. I don't need more reasons to stay up at night. <laughs> Stress like, gummies. I yeah. know. I've been like hitting them harder than Hell I think yeah. I'm supposed to Melatonin. be. Melatonin. 
This shit's crazy. Yeah, so I, I, maybe the, maybe there is something about electronic communication in that form that just allows this sort of energy or something to mm. express itself. I don't I don't know. What's the what's the craziest phone call you've ever gotten from someone you didn't know? Someone I did not know. The one I I mean the one with my mom is I don't, it didn't happen to me. Mm. Um, but I, but I know what went down. It's yeah. just really traumatizing. Oh, well, it was maybe that's not. Yeah, pre- it <laughs> no, it was, I mean, it was like someone who threatened to you know to kill my mom if she oh, hung up. And that's like, crazy. Hell did no! Like a, I know you have children. Oh, Shut the crazy. fuck up! Are you kidding me no, right those, now? No, my, and here's the crazy part: is we were we lived in Jacksonville, Florida. My stepdad at the time had already moved to North Carolina and was like kind of commuting back and forth because we hadn't sold our house in Florida. And like, we didn't want to buy a house in North Carolina, but his job had already started. And it was like, and so like somebody was like, like, I know you have children if you, and so like she was in her bedroom and at some point she ran, like he started talking and she ran to the kitchen phone, which my brother and I slept in the garage. It was a little bit of a Harry Potter situation, but they had renovated the garage sure, sure. with carpet and heat. Yeah, yeah. So that cord would reach into the garage. She barely. Said, you. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, she she just found whatever she could and she just started throwing stuff at uh, my brother and I until it woke us up. And crazy. then they're like, Go across the street. And then the police came. The police were like, just tell her to hang up the phone. Like just Yeah. 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 Okay, cops. Which I feel like is logical yeah. until like something happens and, and they're like, like, What do you mean you just told her to hang the fucking yeah. phone up? Yeah, yeah. Like it, it gets weird. I have a weird call from someone that I I know them, but at the time when they were calling me, I didn't know. And I don't really know because we've talked about this before. It's Kenny Josephs. He used to work oh, at yeah, the yeah. club. Yeah. He called me or something, but he was using like a voice changer or like he was supposed oh, to be shit. like the devil or demon. Okay, yeah. And but instead of like being like, this is weird. Like, why are you calling me? I was like, hey, like, what's up? Like, yeah, I've been like yeah. kind of because the Illuminati had been like following me oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. like social media or something. And like, I really did kind of think I was like, is this like how is it happens? It? Like, it? I've been working my ass off since <laughs> yeah. I was a kid. Someone <laughs> please throw me a bone. But like, yeah, he was like, you're supposed to just like hang up and be weirded out. Right. But I was like, hey. Yeah, you ruined Satan? my bit. <laughs> Is that yeah. you? Like, give me a fun. second. It was, <laughs> it was a dumb system in that you used to have, like, your address and your, like, your last name on your mailbox. And then you had a book. And if you had a weird last name, not like, you know, like a brown, but like, a, like a, we, we were Laughlin's. Like, you just go look at the Laughlin's. You find which one's on our street, and there you have their home number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I have to search and, by property records. And yeah. they Ugh. give it to the kids, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, in the, they used to give out those directories, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, with just the address. Like, I remember, so this is weird. When I remember being, like, in high school and maybe even in middle school, and you would just get, like, some boy who would call you because he found your number oh, in the yeah. directory. And you're like, are you fucking kidding yeah, me? That's crazy. My mom is nuts. And she's about to look up your address oh, and shit. find out. Yeah. My mom was like, on oh, some other shit. She'd be like, what's your fucking social security oh, number? You're geez. trying to hang out with my daughter. I'm like, yeah. just leave me alone until I'm 30. You know what, what I would say, and this fits back into Gary. I just thought of this is that the next day after this incident with my mom, my, she called my stepdad. And he was like, you guys are leaving tomorrow. Like, 
we were planning on leaving at the end of like the quarter, you okay. know, cause yeah. like, it's like get those grades in, but he was like, no, you guys get in the car and you leave now. Wow. So like we didn't have, sc- we, we had school, but we, my brother and I were out just like in the driveway shooting right. basketball. Right. right. Like, several people drove by and like, like just looked at us Word weird spread. or like said something like, Hey, what's that for? And like, it, we were like, was that, was that, like, is that them? Was that, you know, like, is that someone who knows us? Cause that was like construction really? workers. So did they see like, I'm like, what's the reason you think to make that kind of phone call? Like, are they trying to get you to like get out of the house? No, I think they were trying just to fuck with my mother. Like just to just, just got off on like traumatizing a human. Is there a reason why someone would fuck with your mom? No. No, just I think being a dick because she's home alone because your yeah, or stepdad's I, I, not there. In retrospect, I think that they knew that. I think it was someone who loosely knew that our stepdad was gone and that my mom was there mm-hmm. and that she had kids. So um, fucked. But but then they were probably. I mean, they were probably gratifying themselves the whole time because, like, they kept saying really dirty stuff to her. Yeah, no, that's like a thing. I watch a lot of those shows because yeah. I'm sick, and um, but like. <laughs> It, it 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 blows my mind how many different shows they can make about phone calls. Yeah, like it's even, crazy. Yeah, and and it still doesn't get old. Like I always feel like, oh, that doesn't happen to people in right, real life, right, but like right. it does. Yeah. And after you watch, like I've never met anyone where I'm like, ah, that fucking that's like compliance. There's like a really interesting case of a phone call and the girl like sexual harassment at like a fast food restaurant just mm-hmm. from a fucking phone call. Sure. It's like the wildest movie, but like. The fi- to find out that it's true because you hear about right, that right, all the right, time right, where right. people are intimidating people, especially women, through right. like a phone call. And you're like, how's that possible? And, and it is like year, every time, yeah. like you have the cops in your home yeah, and like yeah. your stepdad is like, you guys need to move. Like it affects yeah. people's lives. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And I think that's, I think that, that, you know, if you have an experience like this where you have these four phone calls that Gary had, like it just changes your life in such a way, especially if like if it just keeps happening. Like there's a, there's a, um, a really famous computer hacker, um, who hacked the computer, uh, the phone system and they just mess with people, but they, for whatever reason, they just, they found Julia Roberts phone number all the time oh, weird. and like, she kept getting it changed and unlisted all that kind of stuff. Oh. And they would find it and they would call her and be like, it's us again. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, and like, yeah. like the Julia fuck? Roberts, cause that guy went to jail, but not for that. She's <laughs> talked about how like terrifying yeah. it was like, yeah. And, and, and like, if you just, so I think that Gary's like, it's a traumatic thing. It's either a really horrific prank that if his brother or father, at some point they'd had to be like, Hey dude, we were just messing yeah, with we you. You can't base your whole life around this thing that right. we did. So, yeah. But I, I think it, okay. Final thoughts. I think it is real. I think I'm leaning towards it is some sort of robotic intelligence that for whatever reason was trying to create human-like entities that they could live in this world. And for okay. some reason, either because he was in the Air Force or because of his father's experience in West Virginia or something, the robots are like, we can we can use Gary. Yeah. You know, so that's what I think. Crazy. That's my end. Uh, okay. Yeah. What are your final thoughts? Uh, my final thought, uh, and then we'll get to Brandy's, my final thought is, Sometimes helicopters just land random places. <laughs> Everywhere. I, yeah, I was living in Greenville. <laughs> what? And the little helicopter landed in a cul-de-sac of our apartment complex. Wasn't an alien. You got a rogue It was just helicopter. an asshole that really? wanted to look cool in front of his girlfriend. 
And so he landed his helicopter. Yep, right there, and then he flew off. So uh, he had a permit to do that. Yeah, you're supposed to. He did not. He did not. Of all the like expensive things in the world, I think the helicopter is the least impressive. To yeah, because you can die really easily in it. I'm yeah, right. I don't. Think, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't never like. I've known women who are like, I want a man that has a sports car, or sure, a sure, plane, or a, yeah. no one's ever been like helicopter. It's gotta have a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Helicopters are not very common, though. No, they're not. They're not. Uh, but I do think something was uh, clearly, I would think just the way the voice sounded and the the fact that we have a recording of that is pretty interesting. But I don't think, no one would, that's not even a fun prank. Like, you'd be yeah. like, was your refrigerator, uh, you got butt stuff happening, uh, fun jokes. And this is like, <laughs> in San Antonio. Uh, you're being followed by the voice. It's a different guy. It's like, who comes up with that shit? Like, what? Right. Like, that's, something's happening. I want to know more about this. I love this. I like the idea of energy being able to transport between uh, all of our electronics. I mean, it makes sense. Most of the like UFO things we see oftentimes are just energy based, and they change form and stuff. So, um, at least UAPs. Yeah, I you know we talk about all the times like sort of a watershed moment coming in the next say fifty years. Yeah, maybe in our lifetimes, but probably in our, our my children's. Um, is but what it might really be is that our concept of reality, which we think of like flesh and bones, a brain, like that's yeah. going to radically change. And yeah. we're just going to be totally. like, we're just one example of a so-called intelligent life form. There are they other tried f- it. it yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, all right. What's your final, final thought? thought? Final thoughts. I'm, I'm like, I can get on board. Well, I like Shane said he loves the idea of there being this energy intelligence. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. hate it oh, yeah, because yeah. it seems like I'm like, why did I never I think of that? Feel like somebody yes. And it seems like too real. And like, it's probably already happening. Like even back in 93, I'm like, it checks out like 20 years. Yeah. It's usually every course of 20 years yeah. and 50 years. I hope I'm not here. I do not want to be around the shit storm of like people's <laughs> yeah. awakening that it's going to be. But I buy into Maybe it was the government or some weird shit, but I think it's all connected. So you can't be like, oh, aliens or paranormal stuff. The government knows. Sure. And yeah. they're there. Yeah. They have their like fingerprints somewhere there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also kind of wanted to say, like, when we were talking about the Mothman prophecy, I was like, I kind of want to see a movie where it's like a love story and the Mothman kind of like <laughs> right. shape of water. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. why I start laughing. I was yeah. like, that's where I went with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, she fucked a fish. Yeah. Or a Mothman. Wait, wasn't or that a an movie? owl. Fish, it was, yeah. yeah. Shape of Water. F- shape, of, oh. shape of Water. Yeah. Great movie. Weird. But, yeah. like, I want that, but for the Mothman prophecy. He's, like, telling his last prophecy, but, like, she's like, I love you. He's right. like, get off the bridge. And she's dressed as a lamb for <laughs> yeah. Halloween, and he's like, I'm going to fuck you. We go out one time a year for <laughs> Halloween. I'm now, all up in your light, girl. I... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I uh, I fucking hate it for this guy. I'm glad he's alive. Like once I realized he was still alive, I think it made everything better. So like they no. can still do weird shit and people don't die. Right. I'm more inclined to listen and have like less anxiety about it. Oh yeah. Um, There's still hope. Yeah, yeah. For now. And like, it does get <laughs> evil. It's going to turn evil. Whatever it is. Yeah. I hope we can be stronger or yeah. like whatever we're doing. Google is involved somehow. <laughs> I don't know. Man, we have no hope. If I told you that I had Gary's phone number right now, yeah, do you? I would call him like it's jerky. me. Yeah. Let's jerky boys <laughs> call him. I wonder if people do that. Like, that would that's be like, terrible. He's got to have it unlisted. Oh, I'm number. sure. Yeah. I like have so many questions because I'm like, why only four phone calls and then you stop? Like, it's not over, Gary. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, I, honestly, I think 
I don't, I don't have, I don't have fear in like irrational. I mean, I have rational fears, right? Like, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm swimming in the taxes. water and there's a giant shark, I'm gonna be like, okay, you yeah. know, you know, don't. But one of my irrational fears, I don't know why, it, I'm terrified of this happening. Is that it's a very sci-fi moment, but like your your phone doesn't work or the TV won't turn on, and all of a sudden you're like, and then it's always like, don't turn away, Justin. You're no. just like, that <laughs> that terrifies That's me. That's fun. I think that moment of just like, like, oh my God, like we're contacting you. No, like, I don't want it. Well, it scares the it. hell out of me. I love it. Just, it. I don't, no. I hate, I hate that moment, right? Where, you know. Fuck. That's what you do. You're like, yeah, yeah. So basically you don't want anyone to dose you when you don't realize it's happening. No, thanks. Because you'd be like, oh, everything's changed. Yeah, that would scare, that would scare me. Especially as someone who could like really get deep and was like, you know, like. Tuning your radio. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, we're on your radio too, Justin. You're like, oh. nope, nope. They yep, would try yeah. to contact you, Justin, because you're like opening your heart to this. Like, when yeah. I tell you guys, I'm like, I have, I was like, protective circle around me, protective circle Sage. around me. Yeah, because yeah. no, I like, I do believe in, a, I have a lot of beliefs yeah. that involve shit like this being real and the fact that there's already like, this is just one case, you know, right. like, because yeah. we've right. all, all heard of like other cases. So, you know, like, a thing that could happen sure. yeah. and maybe it just hasn't happened to you yet yeah one day yeah well that's yeah one yeah. day and yeah you're welcome <laughs> thank you i'm excited for it i said yeah. a rational fear yeah, rash. yeah. <laughs> well uh on that note if our uh, if our <laughs> listeners want to find you follow you or maybe not find you is not the right or word fo- follow but your me. phone number <laughs> That all sounds terrible. It does. Nine. After this episode, yeah. That's yeah, definitely scary. don't call me. Don't call Um. Yeah, just, I mean, you can always reach out to me on, like, Instagram. Uh, oh. My handle's, like, at Brandchick. Okay, It's cool. just Brandy. You have a fun handle. I mean, you have a fun Instagram. I, I, I yeah, it. I, like, don't, like, I wish I was, like, trying to sell sex more right. or something because I hear people are making, like, millions out there That's what people do doing now. just sexy photos. That's I don't do that. I, do. I use filters. Okay. Of me being like sushi, you know, right. fun stuff. Um, I share pictures. <laughs> I like me being yeah. sushi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the good shit. Yeah. Um, well. You know, just like me being a weirdo. I'm yeah. kind of a weirdo. So follow me there. Yeah. We have a good time. We can send each other memes. That's like my love language. Yeah. <laughs> memes. Yeah. And gifts. Well, that's awesome. Well, this has been uh-huh. uh, super fun, man. So uh, thanks for listening. If you're not a patron, Please join our our Patreon Please. because you get bonus episodes and a lot Four more. And uh, with that, uh, this has been Conspiracy Beer Me. I am Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith. And this was... Randy Brown. Peace. Peace.